Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome into Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers, Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. We're presented by Coors Light. Uh, we were enjoying some Coors Light before the show. And uh, Coors Light made to well, those chill. Well, those of us that finished our Coors Light. All right, all right. Someone's got to leave the show here. You guys are going to the ride. I got to make sure we tell everyone about Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. They have the most Tellurides in the area. So if it's simple, if you want a Telluride, the only place you're going to be able to get one in any sort of timely fashion is here at Metro Kia Madison, and it's got the best best prices around. Well, I, speaking that's why he's Madison's trusted Kia. Yeah, uh, we speaking call him from Wisconsin's experience, trusted Kia dealer. My wife loves her Telluride. It was the white. With the, the Nightfall Edition, um, the Prestige or whatever they call it, and and you know I think all in that, that you know it's a, it's a fifty grand car that you know we had a previous vehicle which was great, you know but kind of similar and not as good looking and quite honestly didn't have the Harman Kardon system and display and so so on and so forth inside, and it was a lot more. I mean we're you know it was like you know fifteen eighteen grand more, and I'm telling you. Love it. Love Dude, it, I fit it rides. It, I fit in it rides, right? It rides smoother. And that system you talked about, and you probably could talk more to that, but that system, is it, it just it agrees more with, with the roads. I I drove my uh, – Wood paneling. I drove sway. a BMW once, and the thing was like – it was jerking me all over the road, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. and once you cross that white line, it does, you know, you can't just like tug you one way or the other. So Kia was really smart. You know, when 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 Mike first started talking to me, I'm like, oh man, Kia, are you serious? Like what? You know, and and, and he's like, you just got to get into it. You got to see it, look at it, get into it. And um, you know that that's why you know BMW and Mercedes can charge what what they yeah. can. It's nothing but the name, really. I mean, yes, it's it's a good automaker, blah blah blah. Yeah. But you want value, and you want to to look good, and you want to feel good. But in honestly, a ride. I the, the technology in that is as good as the BMW. Just you know, the BMW oh, the sa- just the commands safety, the, the, the safety number. technology, everything. It's uh, it's it's great. Our kids love it. Um, you know, I'm looking right now. At what Mike told me, this is the so Kia changed their label, which is a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. The logo, or the logo is yeah. what I meant. Sorry, yeah. I know. But um, but, but the, the gray Derek. wolf. Just to make sure. Yeah, the gray it. wolf that I'm looking at, Nightfall yeah. Edition, is that is slick. Yeah, 
that. That is fantastic. We got uh, what was not slick or fantastic uh, as we easily transition away from that. Which do we want to start with, guys? The anemic Packers offense or the paper-thin Packers defense? Where oh. do you want to start? Oh. I, I'm, I'm going to go right. Two I'm going to tell you, when you get, when you get dominated. Offense. No. Because oh, I think the offense is going to figure it out. I, I when agree. you get dominated up front like that, and everywhere, the defense. It's just, you, they, they absolutely rogue-graded those guys. Yeah, and, I, and they will get better. But, you know, on paper, we talked about this before, the depth of that defensive line, that's where it all starts. And the Saints offensive line dominated the defensive line for the Packers, and I don't really see a way out unless, you know, the offense carries them, they have momentum, and they just jump let's, on the Let's do that because this is one thing that we've talked about in years past, and I'm not calling the Packers a front-running team on defense, but their best games defensively have always been the offense is a part of it. The offense starts putting up 21 points in the first you know, quarter, quarter and a half, and now the opposing team has to change what they want to do on offense. Then the defense can pin its ears back, and now all of a sudden the defense can play a little bit more one-dimensional. They don't have to worry as much, and they can just kind of play reactionary football. That's been the recipe for for the Packers on defense, and the only time it really bites them in the butt is in the NFC Championship game when you face a team that can go you know, tick for tack on the Packers' offense, then the Packers' defense has to step it up and things go sideways. This time was even worse than that. Maybe it was a problem signing the guy uh, that made the team that had the scout description. as a He moved like a garbage can full of dirt. Uh, he made the team, so maybe that was a feel-good story that they need to fix. They need better players up there because, as you like to say, it's not about the X's and O's. It's, it's about the Jimmy's, Jimmy's and Joe's. Joe's yeah. I love that. <laughs> Who'd you steal well, that from, by the way? That Jimmy Johnson. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people have quoted that. But you know, in the end, you know, I've talked about this. Dom Capers is almost a Hall of Fame defense coordinator. Yeah. He was fired. Yeah. Then you have Mike Pettin, who's who's kind of the same tree. Yeah. Who's won Super Bowls. Worst case scenario or a Super Bowl. The Packers defense we knew. Middle of the road defense with advanced analytics. You look at the whole thing, some stats they were higher, some they were lower. Middle of the road. That's all you need with an Aaron Rodgers offense. And see, the, the credibility that Mike Penton had, and, and I yep. know he has a, a presence yeah. when he's in the locker room, at least just listening to him speak, that if who's, – who's the guy that they got now? Joe Barry. <laughs> Joe Barry. <laughs> Joe Barry. The most generic name. Yeah, if, if, he's going to fit the acronym. If Joe NFL, Barry doesn't come with the thunder, long. if he doesn't come with the gravitas, he, he – that they will well, he led not the defense listen. of the 0 16 Detroit Lions. Yeah, this is not the, the, basically really going to have to have the offense carry the team because he won't have a voice in that meeting room. So, with this, there's a. I want to go back to firing Petten because it seemed reactionary, almost like passing the buck, blaming Petten for that game. The defense was fine under him, it was not a glaring weakness, and I, I'm not. A guy like you want to fire someone, have someone lined up, and they didn't. If they, I know they interviewed Jim Leonard, and this isn't—I don't know how much of the fault of Matt Lafleur this is—but Matt Lafleur didn't have a a plan. We heard stories from Barry Alvarez coming to talk to Pat Richter or other coaches coming in saying, "Here's my staff. Here's what I'm going to do." Lafleur doesn't have a big can, rolodex of defensive hold, guys. Hold. He went to Leonard, who was a connector through UW through Madison. And then Joe Barry, who he kind of knew. He didn't have anyone else it, ready to come in. Here's the other. If we were in the trust tree 
with our course lights. Yeah. And we were, we were talking about us. I don't think Mike Pettin would say I'd be able to fix that game yesterday. I don't I don't believe Jim Leonard would be able to fix no. that game. This is a this is a Gutekunst problem. And it's not because he, I, I think he's a bad GM. He just try he picked a, a you know, a side of the ball that he's going to kind of have to well, neglect because of the salary cap. Maybe you need an offensive player. But, but here's my problem. First round last so, year. Tar- I don't know. So Tarek, but my problem starts up front. Absolutely in the trenches. I mean, it's right up front. And and let me tell you something. Yeah. You get you got you got Rashawn Gary. He's out there, right? Everybody's there. They're Was high he out on there? Him. Was he out there? Yeah. But got, got no, a lot of pressure. No, uh, right. Exactly. They're high on him. You, and the guy. The problem. They the didn't guy stop in the middle. The, run. the guy in the middle is supposed to be good, right? He's supposed yeah. to be good. Kenny. Then, then you got Smith. Brothers. Kenny Clark. Yeah, Kenny Clark. He's been good. Yeah, I know, talk, I know, but, yeah. but I'm talking about their performance yeah, well, on Sunday. Yeah, it yeah, was I, abysmal. Yep. They were getting crushed. You could see the if you're watching sideline view, you know yeah. where the line of scrimmage is being moved. Look, yeah. anybody, look, these guys all could rush the passer. We all know that. But you looked at a team like the New Orleans Saints, and you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and a lot of these other teams, AFC West. Where if they if someone runs the ball. That's where we need to buck up, and that's where our, that's where we were vulnerable against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in in the NFC Championship game, and I don't think we addressed that problem in the off season. Yeah, and then you, and then you you rejuvenate a, a Jameis Winston, you know, where you know everybody had kind of written him off, and all of a sudden everybody's saying how you know he's he's focused, and you know you hear all the post game stuff, and you know what? No, anybody could be. I mean, get that after that Packers defense yeah. performance. If you, if you could run the ball, Derek, right? You could control a lot of things, and you could, your quarterback is given a lot of liberties, pretty much, right? Because they they don't, they, you know, you're focusing on the run that you're getting your butts kicked in, and you don't you, you limit the pressures, and then everybody's playing on their heels, and it's just it's just not a good recipe. So you have to stop the run. Amen. That's 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 number one to the Goody point. I mean, one example, and I know it's the a dead horse I've been beating, but the Packers draft traded up, picked Jordan Love or Patrick Queen. Inside linebacker kind of fits that trenches. Sort of. uh, yeah, well, they, they, they're always uh, getting this later in stage life linebacker. I mean, Martinez, everybody busts on him, but he keeps on making tackles. Um, they never addressed the linebacker position, and they haven't really addressed the D line. But to Jim's point, in two years, Jim's point, you know, you can really, I mean, you, Packers about building through the draft. You know, why didn't the linebackers just has a. What For whatever reason, they, I don't understand yeah. that. Yeah, either way. Patrick, that's a great example to yeah. me. Yeah. Absolute great example. And he was right. There. I mean, it's not like they, there was no special moves to be made. Like, right. Yeah, I think it was the pick right after. It's not like Pittsburgh trading up to get TJ. Well, that was well th- with the Packers. The Packers traded down to draft Kevin King <laughs> and that's Vince Beagle with the picks. Well, and then go back <laughs> to go back to Devin Bush, right? He was right there, and the Steelers come up. In front of them, yep. and, and we and we think we're in the catbird seat with Rashawn Gary. I mean that that <laughs> is well, that, and we talk you know, about from the same school. I mean, this place is bumping by the, on a side note. It's like the third car I've seen rolling up here at Metro Kia Madison. Yeah, it's Madison great. Trusty, and what I mean, guys, is there anything better than September in Wisconsin? Gosh, this weather, yes. oh, it's it's phenomenal. Best. Yeah, it's great being outside and being here at Metro Kia Madison, and and. Uh, you know, talking football, and unfortunately, not talking about you know how great the Packers played against the. the yeah, we you know we can't Saints. panic right now. No, but there, there, it's game this, one. The defense definitely has some glaring issues. I want. That's why I'm making it about this game. The defense 
has a, a higher panic meter than the offense. So we'll start. We'll Agreed. start with the defense here, because, and I joked before, and I, I said this earlier in the week that I feel like I'm Allen Iverson here when I talk about practice and I talk about pressures. Pressures. Don't, there was no interceptions. Jameis hurt. Jameis Winston has almost as many career interceptions uh, in his short career it. as Aaron Rodgers has in his long and Hall of Fame career. And Jameis Winston was not pressured into one mistake. So don't talk to me about pressures. Nah. Pressures don't matter if you don't make mistakes. And the sad thing is, you know, can you imagine if they if they were in um, the Superdome? Oh goodness! I yeah. mean, there there's almost as many Packers fans in Jacksonville, yeah. you know, as there were Saints. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what in the well, world? You saw. I mean, there's been excuse making from fans. Packer players look gassed because it's hot down there. What? Dude. New Orleans isn't in the heat. No way. State. Yeah. There was a few. The, no. Packer fans are trying it. Not oh, Packer, Packer players. Oh, okay. Fans. Oh, okay. All right. And well, let's look back at last year when they played at Tampa, right? Yeah. I felt like there was a little bit more fight in them. Against Tampa, and then and then Rogers threw that pick six, which he didn't normally throw. Uh So, but there there is that concern. You you could chalk this thing up to not practicing. Yeah. Chalk it up to Florida. It's hot. They weren't ready. They didn't come off the the plane ready. So that's right. But are these but Glaring issues we're, 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 we're on defense texting, in particular, right? right? You're like, dude, you sent me. You're like, they are getting manhandled up front. So there's three guys in a three-four up front, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they have one guy, and and quite honestly, I think he's probably out of position. Probably better on, on a four yeah. And he but didn't really Dean, he didn't come to play that. No, well I, I know. Yeah. I know. And but Dean Lowry and and was it like Kiki? Kiki? Oh yeah. Kiki Vandeweghe. Uh, Kingsley Kiki. <laughs> Kingsley played for the Trailblazers. Trailblazers. <laughs> and I can't Jack believe he played football too. Jack Halfland, the the, the, tra- the great the garbage and T.J. Slayton uh, coming in to, to spell, you know, Kenny Clark. I, I just that's a problem to me. You know, I always look, of course, at the at the yeah. uh, interior lineman, and and that's a huge problem. On paper, it's a problem. I've always been a big inside lineman I mean, guy. And, and what do you mean this. by that? You mean you, you got to coach him up, right? Or what? On paper? Uh, yeah, no. You're looking at it. You're like, I know these guys can't play. Right. I still have them out there. You know in, in March that you right. have these guys right. that can't. So what do you do, right? You yeah. Have, as a defensive coordinator, you got to do some yeah, stuff this isn't the guys, outside linebackers, the, Smith brothers. I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. This isn't like, hey, I got this free agent here, and I got this free agent here, or this first-round pick, and they have all this talent, and they're not playing. We know they couldn't play before the game started. Yeah, never mind the inside linebackers. Another, It's the core of your defense Yeah. <laughs> in a 3-4. But in a room – being candid would say, I knew this, and I had a, I, I had a, I couldn't address yeah. it. I didn't have the money. Right. I didn't have the draft picks. You know, I, I couldn't do it, so we have to have an Achilles heel, and it's our front seven, which is. But he could have. He, tr- he well, it's part of, it's part of Rodgers' problem. Rodgers is saying, you're not investing right. like the Bucks are, and everybody goes, oh, well, they need an extra receiver. No. no. I think Rodgers, no. as big of a, a fruit loop as he is, he's saying, you're not even contributing to our defense. I don't yeah, need. I don't yeah. need any more no, receivers. No question. Right, because and a little bit of, of of how some of his guys were treated on the way out the door. That's oh, yeah, been yeah. publicly Th- been a fair statement. While, but you, you had a first round pick in Jordan Love, and that fourth round pick you gave up to get. Those are two guys, fourth rounders at bare minimum part of your rotation if you draft them right. Yeah, well, he'd be your middle linebacker. You get a good be. middle linebacker in the fourth well, round. Also, they picked the middle linebacker last year from Minnesota. Had bad knees. He's already out of the league. Yeah. Last year, last year draft pick. Well, that's going to happen. I know, yeah. but still, but you're trading away picks. Then don't take a guy with an injury. I mean, he he was flagged by a lot of teams with bad knees. It wasn't a surprise. 
Yeah, did you? I got, well, I'm, the, I'm still in, in, in Tarek's, Rashawn Gary's camp, though. I mean, that that's a high, obviously, first-round pick. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't – he can't – he's not the full-time starter yet. Preston Smith is still playing over him because he's a more complete player. That gets a complete F. And a 3-4. Uh, What's the deal with Zadarius, though, and him not becoming – not named captain? He wasn't voted captain. He He's – Upset about his contract that he's making sixteen million. The guy's in the final year of his contract, yeah. right? Yeah. Sixteen million dollars. Go out and play your butt off next I year. I don't, I'm not positive he's playing this week. He's got yeah, but he, that goes if he goes out and plays his butt off. Yeah. He he's a hundred. He's a hundred million dollar guy now. He might get only sixty guaranteed, but only what? I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, he'd be he'd be in in a not. I mean, he might not get uh, Watt money. But he'd be in that. He'd be in that. I mean, I don't think he's. I think he's twenty eight. He could get a he could thirty. He could get contract. twenty million a year. Yeah, at least for a couple of years there. I. He, but he he's not happy. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't get that. Well, there's a case. We'll go to break on this. You guys can marinate on it. Is Rogers poisoning the locker room a little bit, or is the locker room poisoning Rogers? Just finally speaking about it. It's kind of a chicken or egg thing. This is. I don't Metro think Kia's either. Thursday night drive. Hundred point five. ESPN. ESPN app. He's got a great podcast. And Wisconsin, the man. You got Derek Engler smoking a cigar. This is the best. This is like, I was just telling Marissa way back in the day. Yeah. Our marketing. When uh, the owner of the company, Craig Carmenson, used to host this show. I can't believe that even happened. Yeah. Um, We, you know, we'd be at local establishment, whatever. You know, that was when smoking was legal inside the restaurant bars. God, you guys are old. All right. (laughs) That, That was my tradition. You dated us. You know, in, in the trenches, now obviously Thursday, Monday night drive with Metro Kia, but, you yeah. know, back then. Steve yeah. and Craig, they'd be rolling around as our, you know, we'd see them in bars. And Well, speaking of being on well, local. Craig was hosting us. Yeah, he I know, but host. Host. even before that, though, we, we'd see them, and then, oh, yeah, then yeah, we built yeah. a relationship, yep. and we jumped over. They'd be in Mendota Gridiron down on the Avenue yeah. Bar, and, and, and Tark said, yeah, yeah, we were at a different, obviously, uh, Station and yeah. and uh, he's like yeah talk to these guys and it was it was you, you just feel the grassroots right? yeah and we company. related real and then when he was hosting our show we had so much fun like oh my if you God. if you listen to Craig on Sunday mornings you just imagine him on Thursday night I mean that it was guy like, got more dirt out, uh, on air of, out of me like he, he read me and he's like man you're gonna tell he's everything. like the fun James Lipton like he could just <laughs> he could bring it out and we'd have a lot of fun and. <laughs> And Good times. Got, and now you got me, so you know it, it's it's you know some yeah. host, hey. some hosts in between. But, but you're like uh, you're a survivor. Yeah, uh, you're, I, I don't know who's guilty party, like, but like good karma, loyalty or, or uh, uh, royalty, because you're you're the longest standing host that ever survived us. Yeah, I might be the longest by far tenured host on ESPN Madison at this point. I'm just old. When'd now. you start? That's like 13 years here now. My gosh, yeah. I think I started doing a show like 11 or 12. We missed the 10-year. We have to make sure we hit the 15 together and like do a big thing for it. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So we're at Metro Kia uh, for Thursday Night Drive. Madison's trusted Kia dealership. They got more Tellurides here. I just looked at one, the great uh, one they have here, the Nightfall Edition. Amazing. I think my wife might be. Uh, I might have to have her come out and take a look at that. The most competitive pricing in the market. Yep. you got to come here and check it out. Uh, come get your oil change. Walk 
the dealership. Yep. Check out the different cars. Yeah, a lot of service. Cars. The Nightfall Edition too. I mean, it blacked out rims, grill, the whole oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, all the change is like 1995 or something. Yep. I mean, it is it, yeah, it is you, the best well, value you know? in town. He, that's why he said. Know? That's why he said or something. Yeah, or something. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> but they take great care of you. But walk the dealership. Check out the different cars. It's just unbelievable. It is uh, also unbelievable as I can smoothly uh, transition. Truly unbelievable how bad Aaron Rodgers in the offense was. I'm expecting him to bounce back against the Lions. I know the Saints kind of ran that Ram Styles defense where the Aaron Rodgers said he wasn't expecting it, where they basically sat too high safety and made the Packers run or can dunk all the way up and down the field, and that seemed to confuddle the Packers a little bit, but still. So my question goes to Derek, right? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I think the, the receivers – and Aaron can get on the same page. I feel like we, you know, the left tackle will we'll figure it out. You know, he's 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 good, and we'll get Bakhtiari back, and we'll move Jenkins inside. Yeah. What is going on? Is does the center have it? Does the guards have it? Well, They're like young. I was telling um, Jim out yeah. there, Josh Byers is a, a rookie, good player from Ohio State, good yeah. center. But but first, I mean, that, you know, I remember, you know. I, I literally got told at halftime against the Eagles my, uh, opening day against, you know, a, a, a pretty good defense. You know, literally, either you get your, you know, SH, you know, whatever together, or you're going back home to Minnesota or wherever you're from and milking cows. Like that, I'm, I'm quote, unquote. Right. And so that, and then I, I, I came out and played. I, but I was so, the speed, the speed, just, I, you know, preseason's one thing. But that I couldn't believe how fa- how much more faster the game got, and so it took me a little bit, you know. And, and it, same, any rookie's going to go for, yep. unless you're like a, well, a, a, a you know a freak of nature. Derek, was it hard without face masks? Was it, was it tough? <laughs> so is that what happened to your face? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> now it explains things. Well, I know what happened to your hair. It's all back in your helmets. <laughs> so. Uh, but there's not just Josh Myers. There's Royce Newman, who's also a rookie. They're other guard. And Lucas Pac- Patrick is not. Here's the problem. I was just going to say, the two no. guards, bro- that, that, they bother me. We never and heard of you, these guys. And then you have the rookie who might get there. Uh, he's still, and I, I think he'll be fine. He was still kind of a stretch. I mean, there was two centers, and I think Creed Humphrey's one of them starting for Denver already, that were viewed as better, more initially hit the ground running prospect. But he fits their blocking scheme a little bit more, so it makes sense. But you have... Th- Billy Turner's not anything to write home about as well. So, but he's got experience. He does. And that's right tackle. So, but again, ideally Jenkins, whether it moves out the right tackle or you bump out one of the guards, everything is better when Bakhtiari's in there. So, there's. I think people kind of lost. And Derek, you talk more about it. Bakhtiari is all pro, but Jenkins looks really good. But it still means Jenkins isn't ba- playing where he. Bakhtiari changes the game. That's yeah. why I said I'm like I can't believe that we didn't hear more about that. That to me, I think people got focused on the idea that Jenkins. There's is a capable reason the left, left tackle, tackle is one of the highest. Play, yeah. Paid positions in yeah. the game, yeah. And Jenkins is doing well, but you have—he's now not playing his best position. Amen. And that—that—that that, that to me is going to be a game changer. Unfortunately, we got to wait five more weeks. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. You have minimum there. So, uh, and that's yeah. still kind of a quick. I mean, yeah, right? I mean, it's True. an offensive lineman, so they usually get back a little quicker off the ace. They don't need it well, as much. But individually, everybody's different. But yep. you know, I. I, 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 that was my biggest concern going in the game, and it, to me, it was very glaring because we couldn't run the ball. Uh, we couldn't do anything offensively. Well, and again, I think this is still we're all talking about playoff positioning for the Packers, the NFC North, as of you know yeah. week one. 
Now, you got to put the same grain of salt in the week one for every other NFC North team as you do for the Packers, but the Packers still are the best team in the North, but seeding could go sideways. They've been the number one seed. They've gotten that bye. Winning those, winning that extra game can make yeah, it tougher to get Jim, to the Super Bowl. The goal is not to win the but NFC I was just North. Say, yep, I agree. I, I, mean, that, I mean, not this year. The, the last NFC dance. North went zero and four. The NFC yeah. West went four and zero. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know. the, the, the Rams. Know, and not only that, it was Super Bowl talk. Right. Not to win the Super Bowl. Not now we're right. looking at wow, can we even win the NFC? Right. So let me ask you a question here. What as we peel back the curtain, what motivation does Rodgers have? No yawning. Sorry. What is what motivation does Rodgers have to w- to win a Super Bowl? Dare I say that? What do you mean? Well, what I'm question? saying is that if he wins a Super Bowl, this is conspiracy theory. He makes he makes himself more tradable, and and it will get more draft picks for the for the Packers. Is that but, a bad? But do you theory? think he? And then, therefore, he's like, maybe he's not happy. If that's in his mindset, the that's Packers terrible. That's all going to get terrible. Oh, no, deal. but the no. Packers get that for not realizing that and trading him. I know, but like he had no choice. Nobody had any choices. No, he, Nobody could leave. He said he could retire. He could retire. He said, he Packers said, couldn't trade him. Yeah, but he said. He, I mean, anybody that actually considered retirement from his stature, and he he legitimized that. He said, "Absolutely, I considered it." He's thirty six. Not and, crazy but, to think about but, it for but a little. Someone bit. that comes back that was considering it. That, no, Tark. I, I got okay. Bunk. Good. Well, also he's well, been he's open. Mo- he loves yep. the floor. He loves his teammates. Yep. So right now. We got to stay. Of course, I got I got off the reservation there a little bit yeah. with that theory. But as long as he's in it, I think he gets Zadarius going. I think he could get you know motivate. Not Bakhtiari wants to come back for yeah. sure, but get him back as faster as fast as possible and get a more, co- more cohesive unit. It's just it 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 is scary the way they looked. So they got the Lions coming up here next. That should make things. If they look bad against the Lions, then it's time to maybe get a little bit worried. The the Saints maybe they're they they probably if Winston plays uh, okay uh, they're probably a, a playoff caliber football team they stay healthy I know he's a great coach right they're, they're missing Mike guy. Thomas they're missing a, a defensive player as well so that's not a full well, their offensive lines they're beasts aren't they Derek their offense look pretty good Detroit no what are you Saints talking? their yeah. offensive line's pretty well, good right tackle. I mean Ram you know I mean yeah they they're, they're yeah I mean but. You know, again, I don't – the front three in that 3-4, other than Kenny Clark, which, again, I'd rather have him on, the, on you know, on, in the three or four technique versus yeah. the, the yep. zero or nose. Yeah. Because um, I, 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 I think he's getting wasted in there. Um, and he still makes great plays and, and does what he does. But I, I, the other two guys, I'm just like, they're just guys. They're just guys. You know, you got – the outside linebackers are only going to be as good as the guys inside of them. You know, yeah. the and they're inside linebackers, by the way. They're just guys too. Yeah. So the core, <laughs> the defense, front seven, that is, and I mean we could go to the safeties too. I mean, you know, you've always been tough I think on the Amos. Safeties, well, no, I'm they're not, above average. I think yeah, I agree. He's just mad because like, he left the no, Bears. No, no, no. I just think he's mad. You're, admit it. You're mad because he left the Bears. He's at zero. You discounted the him the whole time. No, I know, but just well, because he here, left, you discounted no, him. Here's. He's getting it's hyped. partisan politics. No, it's part. He's getting hyped because he left the Bears. He is an above-average safety. He's right, not yeah, a Pro Bowler. I agree with you. That's all. He's an above-average safety. But again, you know, our our secondary didn't look good. But right. our secondary is only as good as your front seven. Right. Exactly. Well, yep. And look, Kevin King got turned around. Uh, Savage dinged up his shoulder. Uh, the secondary you have all pro in Alexander, an ascending player in 
Savage, a above-average, solid safety in Amos. He's not a playmaker. I think he's had like three interceptions the last four years. But he's always where he needs to be. And then you have King, who's been a nightmare. So Amos was a very good signing. It's just anyone trying to sell him as anything above a above-average safety, that's where I check out because he's not. He fits the system great, and the Packers got great value in him. Absolutely. He's just savage is the potential star in that safety position. That's why they were trying to bring him up. They're trying to have him play that position uh, that the Rams have used with the safety, even that Charles Woodson played in the past, uh, of being that guy that's kind of up in every play. A little bit what Ramsey did on Sunday Night Football against the Bears, where they just kind of had him in the box all the time trying to, to, to jam things up. So they still need more – like the cornerback, maybe Stokes, the guy they drafted, is better than yeah, King. how but, is he not out there? Well, he must not be better. Yeah. I, I mean, Same unless, like John Runyon. Like he's not playing. Right. Like, like, I, I, like, I guess that? You, you're, I mean, I, I have to imagine coaching staff aren't enough. that terrible head. that they can't sing or they can't see the difference between the best player. And at some point, King probably gets one more chance. Uh, maybe they go to Stokes. Stokes seems to feel uh, people compare him to Sam Shields. Well, Sam Shields, first couple of years, he got burned a lot. I know he had great speed. He picked it up and got better. But Sam Shields was not an instant great player. Uh, he's used the speed to recover, but there is a trade-off there. At times, Shields definitely got burned and, and looked bad at times too. So, with this offense, do you just chalk it all up? Uh, to Aaron Rodgers getting hit in the nuts as uh, as he put it on for Pat no, I just put it in, you're, you're, Look, they, they didn't perform last year very well against the Bucks, and the Bucks might have been a better team. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, they performed but, better than that, though. I mean, yeah, a little bit yeah. better. But you know, that's it. They just you know, and and the thing was, Aaron hasn't practiced, right? Yep. I mean, I don't know if Zedarius practiced. You got to practice a little bit, right? I mean, I don't think you have to do what you did ten years ago, but you have to practice. <laughs> Practice somehow, you know, you have to do something. Uh, and no, you know, they looked like they, they haven't practiced and, and they haven't. And, and to your point, going back to, to John Runyon, um, you know, young players like that, you know, and, and speak, the, the only way I even had a chance was I, like, I had to take every single rep of double days back yep. then, played every snap of every preseason game from first to the end of the game. And except for against the Packers here at Camp Randall in 1997, where they actually gave me the second half off, Wellington Mara and and George Young came up to me before Borden playing, and they told me that, and they were kind of chuckling about it. They thought it was it was hilarious, and I'm like, well, good Lord, thank you, God, you gave me the second half off. Finally, we got to we open up against the Eagles in yeah. in, in the Meadowlands. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm like, do we get a bye week? <laughs> so you had these different coaching coaching trees yeah. in NFL football. Bill Walsh's tree, Bill Parcells. Well, th- those were the two major families yeah. in, in the NFL when we were coming out. And Bill Walsh was famous for having lighter practices. But what he would do, he would have nine on seven with pads. He'd have a little bit of team on pads, and then he'd take them off. But you had that, you know, 20 to 30 plays that were as physical as they could be. And this is me talking to my friends that played for him. That you would get the game day feel. You need that. You You need to have that that. feel and practice. And I feel like today they're not doing any of that. You don't have to do the whole 100-play script of practice. Right. As that way, like Parcells would do and all his coaches. I mean, they just bloody you to death. Right. But you've got to have some simulation of game day. And they're not I – don't, I don't think the Packers – I feel like because of the injuries, at least the key players, 
didn't have that. And so that's something to consider and where, where they're going. So you've got to give them a little bit of slack as they move forward so as I think they'll be practicing more. The optimism for me, at least on the offensive side of the ball, it's hard to find for me right now on the defensive side of the ball. But on the offensive side of the ball, you got you got one of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game. You got you got a good you got a great tight end, good receiving core. Valdez you got, Scantling was you got two horses in the stable. Doing some things. You know, so to me it's like if that offensive line can start getting in a groove, then I think I think the off, I think offense is going to be fine. Now, to that being said, and you mentioned this yeah. earlier, they got to start fast and they and literally they got to win games like they did last year. The yep. offense. Yep. You know, because it ain't going to be the defense. Let's talk a little bit more about the the play calling on the other side. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Told them you were living downtown, driving all the old men crazy. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town, and we're at Metro Kia of Madison for Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. Jim Rutledge, former Badgers, Tarek Solid, Derek Eng with you. We'll be at Ruth's Grace Steakhouse in a couple weeks. Next week, Monte Ball is in for at least one of you. I think it might just be me, me and Monte. I think both of us. No, I'm saying that both of you are out, but yeah. uh, I don't know if I'm having two co-hosts or just to be me and Monte. We'll be uh, at next a, week. Uh, a donor uh, event in Chicago, Buckingham's, um, doing yep. that. and um, Raising yeah. money for a great cause. Yep. And um, but uh, you know obviously what? there for Notre yeah. Dame weekend. Yep. The show will finally provide value to the public. <laughs> well, me and Monte started kicked off the season because you guys were both out. We're still here. we're on the heels of I that. I called in. You did call in. I mean, I had a cold. I had the sniffles. Yeah, but you know we got to be safe. So. Yeah. So uh, Matt Lafleur, and every coach comes to this, and I think Matt Lafleur is fully capable of of making these adjustments. But there might be something to the case of like, you know, Matt Lafleur's offense with Aaron Rodgers, how he likes to run it. Teams have now seen a full year on tape, only two years on tape with it. Maybe they have found a few ways to slow it down. Now, I think Matt LaFleur is fully capable, but there could be something to be said of he's going to have to change how he does things a little bit. Listen, <laughs> number 12 is precision, dude. It, it, that's it's the, week that's one, your, too. And that's your, that's, your, that's, your, that's your general out there. Yeah. Um, you, you, you need to run the ball. You need to run the ball. Um, we saw that. And uh, I, like I said last segment, I think the offensive line, I hope, that they're going to figure things out. Once that happens, and, and, and when 69 is back in there, whew, I think that changes the game. I really do. I, I think it's an X factor. Oh, absolutely. You cannot. I, I mean, mean, he's that, an all-pro left tackle. Arguably, he's the second-best player on the, the damn team. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Between, between him and Devontae, absolutely. Yeah. Rodney, well, yeah, right. Aaron yeah. needs to cut his hair. Oh, he looks <laughs> terrible. He looked a little uh, tired. I asked Matt Hamilton about, uh, you know, Matt said his mustache uh, was key to victory for winning that gold medal, uh, the curling gold medal. But he said the hair and the look can have some, some uh, you know, kind of mindset aspects to it. But it is. It's game. It's week one. Yep. It, you know, it's really early. <laughs> Imagine if everybody was criticized like they are uh, right. for the first day on the job. What are you uh, talking about? Everybody is. Every National Football League team. Uh, I meant, I meant the people who are working out here in the world. The in, oh, uh, you yeah, know, the Joe, John and right, Joe public. Right. But to but, Derek's but, point, 
It's the National Football well, League. You're, everyone's judged the same in National Football League. Everyone's held a high standard. Oh, no, I got that. But you know, Minnesota's lighting their guys on fire. Chicago, Detroit, everyone's I know, getting lit on but fire. If you talk no, about, ga- if you talk about game four, like, let's, talk, league, let's look at game four. You know, we, yeah. we are all somewhat, we have some clue about the game. And anybody who has a clue about the game, from game one to game two, you make the biggest improvement. Yep. No, so absolutely. as much as we absolutely. are, and I know we're paid to criticize, no, but we're everybody paid to, to analyze, analyze this whatever team deserves okay. criticism. Way, way to go! You're better with the semantics, but we're <laughs> we, we are be, we are paid to sure. analyze. <laughs> Derek's paid. For, I paid Derek because Derek fronts me, and I you know what I mean. He's like my credit card company, but um. We it's a big. Yeah, it was a big, you know, whatever. It's, I don't know. It's been gone. I'm trying to find it's it. It's good. He's trying to find the juice. <laughs> it takes it out of my couch payments. Um, whatever. But um it's it's uh you know, it's hard it's hard in week 1 yeah. to you know, to really you know, go after someone who you know, they're just getting going. They haven't practiced. So we got to just chill, relax. So, That's what I agree. what do you say? Oh, relax. Right. And I agree. Now they got the Lions next. So I just want you guys, a couple minutes on this. They got the Lions, 49ers, Steelers. What's their record after that little run there? Where's where the 49er game? Uh, 49ers is in San Francisco, Steelers Ooh. at Green Bay. I, I think they'd be 2-1 two and one, or 2-2. Two and two. Okay. I don't think the Steelers were that I don't. I think they were, you know. No, I, I, I actually think they beat, well, yeah, 49ers just look great. Their defense, yeah, TJ, you know, that's, on the road, uh, that's really TJ, hard. You, you know, he, he, that strip one sack, in, that strip sack that Watt had. Uh, one in three is not insane. Did he have a strip sack against yeah. Buffalo? Yeah, yeah. He was getting after him. Oh my! How Lord. about him? He's like, oh yeah. He's but, hey, incentivized by already ca- getting paid. That's Packers great. Got, Did you guys hear the story where he went in, Mr. Rooney, when they did the yeah. contract? He said, yeah. okay, now i got to go work out. Or yeah, that went over practice. like every other every Watt brother story. Oh, look at this. That's blasphemous, man. Your, your word was no, constant. No, most people are sick. What do you mean? Of, people are sick of these stories. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of friendly media plants for the Watt brothers. What? But it's, they, it's, they it's earned it, though. What's That's who they are. Is it, though? I mean, is there? Is this is their... They're we're, telling their own story. Hey, listen. I know, but they go out and play hard uh, every exactly. day. I don't, when, when you, yes. And then he goes out and gets a strip sack. Are you I know, kidding so me? No, we're, we're, I am we're, not questioning how great a football players are and how hard they work. But, but, but so they, they can't say that? They can't say they can't be positive and give a good message to the kids? They can. They but can, you want absolutely. a poor message to the kids? What no. do you want? <laughs> I want an honest message to the kids. I know, but we're honest. Did that love the game? Did that work hard? Where did that leak come from? What leak? How did they find that out? What leak? Well, I'm sure who, who, TJ did. Yeah, so that's the point. They're, they're self-promoters, but they self-promote themselves. Every as, single player. Yeah. And then don't preach to me. This is this is the masses. People love Watts, but they get if we you're not are a team, in an era you're of sick self-promotion. Of so you're, you're you don't like Deion Sanders? They seem a little fun. You don't like Deion Sanders? That's our world. I know, but he's a he was promoter. He he went. He, but he, Deion, he had all this. Deion owned the promoting it. Deion doesn't plant the story and then pretend he's surprised it got out. Deion oh, said, I'm the guy. You hear his deal Fair about statement. the names on the jersey? On his, on his team. He, he went off on that deal. Okay, never mind. Did you, did you hear that J.J. hired me to plant a cat in the tree so he could go and save the cat when it comes out? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, J.J. I love you, man. <laughs> this There's is no Metro cat planters here. Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN. What do you do for a living? I'm a cat planner. ESPN. I plant cats and trees. You put the cat in the stadium that was falling from the uh, rafters. I know, but I had the flag underneath there. JJ was holding it. <laughs> 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 
right. We'll go to break. Bunch of Kia's Thursday Drive. Who's singing this one? Just, uh, who's singing it? No, I, I know who sings it. I'm saying, which one of you guys are going to sing it? I think, I, think oh. I think they're in Chicago tonight. They are. Our buddy's going. I think they're at Summerfest. Serbian Bear is going. They're at Summerfest here soon, too. Well, they were at is Summerfest. It, is, one is, of the two. Is Axel singing? See the lead singer? Yeah. yeah. Good for him. I'm going to be uh, one of your bands. All right. Yes, that's Saturday, right. Saturday, yeah. Wrigley Field. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell John him. Mayer, Dead and Company. Last show, last live music show I saw was them at Wrigley in June of nineteen. So John Mayer, tell tell us about John Mayer and the whole deal. What's, what do you mean? What's, what's the the gig? Like I, you know, I. What's the deal, what, what, John Mayer? No, but I listened. To, I heard some like of the songs. Or, or not yeah, really? it's fine. It's good. I think he's it's asking good. what what. Yeah, what's uh, Dead what's Company the, yeah, what's the, yeah, more of that. What's yeah. Well, it, I mean, he can play the guitar. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. that, you kind of need that if you're going to play dead songs. Oh, yeah. yeah and so, he has a much better voice than Jerry Garcia so, ever so, would have. So they cover dead songs and then they have their own songs? No, it's all it's all, it's all dead songs. All right, it, yeah, it, share it with, with – I'm asking. I'm not just – How many more questions we got? That's it. One question. <laughs> what 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 is this whole band all about? I get, I get dead income, but yeah. is that what they do? So they, they got, you know um, – did John Mary reinvent himself with other songs? Bobby's out there. He looks like Santa Claus, Grandpa. You know, but he's in, he does uh, mm. the uh, Sting, you know, yoga, Zen workout. So diet, they blah, have. Blah, blah, so he's in great shape. So they have dead members yeah. in that band. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then they get a blues guitarist. They stole from Almond Brothers, O'Teal, and that's and, awesome. And they rip it, and it's it's more bluesy than anything like you know what what any Deadhead. And I'm not a Deadhead. I just, in fact. You can. You probably are a space drums gym guy. That whole deal. Fish That's guy? more my brother. Oh, you're, okay. yeah, yeah. So fishhead. No, it's, it's one of their songs. That's yeah. just nonsense. No. Yeah, my brother's like more no, than, no yeah. singing. Yeah, my brother's more the nonsense jam band. Let it run for forever, sort of thing. But um, yeah, uh, what was it? Yeah, so that'll be a good concert. It'll be a Wrigley Field. I mean, the Cubs aren't. I mean, they, like you they probably stink. know Trucking, Sugar Magnolia. Yeah. It's great. Those types of songs rosalie my yeah, daughter's rosalie, know rosalie yeah but my daughter's rosalie and magnolia you know it's great i uh, told althea in fact i was listening to brust and scalzo they always have what grateful dead thursdays yeah love that that's uh that's a scalzo thing <laughs> of course it is that's why i love scals yes uh ben brust not quite right there with uh with the the music ben brust is a blondie guy he likes Blondie, doesn't he? Does he? Does he? Does he? Call me? Blondie's like from the 70s. He wasn't even born. Well, somebody. He likes pop music, I think. Oh, yeah. Are you just referencing pop music when uh, you were a kid? Blondie? Yeah, maybe. There was somebody. <laughs> she was an American, on she was an American band fan. One of his favorite Blondie. songs. Or Walking on Sunshine? Or whatever. I don't remember what. I'll have to text him. Okay. One no. of his favorite workout or whatever fire up songs. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Walking on Broken Glass. That's what it is. Yes. I don't know who sings that. Uh, yeah, they sing that together. I can tell you right now who sings "Walking on Yeah, that's exactly glass what I was singing. About. Okay, it's a female. Yeah, I those guys. That was like a promo for a while. "Walking on Broken Glass." Yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox, not Blondie. Yeah. Weird song to get amped up to. Right. But Ben's a weird guy, so not not completely surprising. Switching to oh, go ahead. 
No, I don't even want to digress. Go ahead. Because I, I, don't want, I don't need to beat him up. Uh, he always deserves a good beat up there. But as we look at um, Badger football and their performance against uh, Eastern Michigan, look, Eastern Michigan's not a complete dog. They had beaten the last three Big Ten teams they played. Now it was Rutgers and Purdue and, I believe, like Indiana. So it wasn't like any world beaters there. But at the same time, having a team – uh, and manhandling them like the Badgers did, I think is important. Merch didn't have a great game, but they weren't. They didn't really want to air it out with him. Sure, they got Berger on track back yeah. in the game. Allen had a good game, uh, and then you had three-headed monster. Yep, and then you had Malusi, who you know the seven point seven yards per carry, uh, Derek, which I think is more up your alley. Yeah, well, I mean, when you looked at the the line of scrimmage, I mean, it was just, and that's what. You know, obviously Penn State's a different animal. They got, you know, there's all-day guys on Sunday there. Uh, you know, uh, no question, 97-17 from Penn State, you know, created some problems. Uh, I, th- You know, the right tackle, um, uh, 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 excuse me, left tackle, uh, Beach, is it? Yep. I got that right, Tyler. Um, he struggled, and, uh, admittedly, and he said that in the media, and, and um, they just, they looked cohesive they they looked in one unison you saw the line of scrimmage move guys were just covered up and there was the guys were finishing you know jack nelson and i like what rudy's doing um i i think i probably was critical about this a little bit but i've actually kind of taken a i thought about it a lot because maybe it was my own personal experience of of both in in college and in the nfl of of interchanging guys during yeah. the game you know it's really tough to get in a rhythm understand tendencies things of that nature defenses especially at center you know and i i i i, I struggled with that you know and he did it right away in penn state and he, he, i don't know if he did it as much in eastern michigan to be honest with you but um you know when you have guys that are so close from a competitive standpoint um you want all the guys to get that action that's so important and so i get it uh, and i understand it and and you know that competitive nature those guys are in there they're all fighting for each other but they're also are fighting for themselves and i think that brings something i actually now i'm kind of flipping my whole script a little bit on it i think it's a good thing yeah i think there'll be a point where one guy becomes a dude and that's his deal and he won't he won't right, do that right you know, I think it, that's once part he sees it. that yeah maturation that they'll do it one of the things i wanted to call out was jalen Berger, who i've been critical of yep because I, I thought he ran high last year and for whatever reason i mean whatever happened and why he didn't play who cares he went and played really well i thought he he, he played lower he ran fast and you know now that you have you know you have really four running backs who are pretty good braylon allen being the fourth yep um and 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 so I think the game, the game that we saw, I don't mind that they they ran inside zone thirty times. I mean, I don't think they ran another run play. I think it was the same thing, but that was the game not to be creative. Penn State, there's that. That's the one where I was really critical of play calling because you had to be creative in that situation. You had to create easy throws, fast throws. You, but the offensive we, line also came out and said this game plan was so much more simplified. Then the Penn State game. Really? Yeah. This Penn State looked simple. (laughs) 
It didn't the look execution, good. right? Yeah, I just don't. Well, I guess maybe you know you're running five, seven step play drives against uh, 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 all these un- NFL players. That's not the way you do it. I watched Dak Prescott play against so you, yeah, San Francisco. Or not San Francisco about, against you're, the Bucks. Specifically talking about the, the passing yeah, game yeah, plan. It, it, because it, it, I agree with you. We need to get Mertz out of the pocket. Yeah, more, more, more of that. Get him out of the pocket. Get some simple throws. Get get some easy. You know, that's what they did with Dak at, against the Bucks, and then they went downfield. Now I don't think you ever have to go down the field with Mertz unless you had, you know you really catch him off guard. But we 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 were seeing him five step five and seven step drop, which is just not realistic with a guy like that. You got against a defense of that stature, Penn State now. Last week was fine, but next week they got to somehow. And I think that Paul's going to bring out a, a different playbook. I, 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 I like what I saw um, from the left tackle, Logan uh, Bruss. Was he the left tackle or right? I think he's left. Is he left? Okay, so I don't know. No, he's right tackle. He's Is he right. right? Yeah. When the guy, the Eastern Michigan guy, went to step on. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That so there, there's nastiness in this offensive line. And I mean, even young guys like Jack Nelson. I mean, they're so I really, really like that. And these, these are behemoths now, and they will wear you down. And when you have, I'm, I'm really excited because when you have a Garendo with his speed, yeah, obviously Ches what he's doing, and then even I mean, Berger, and then the, the, in my opinion, I think who's the star in the background that we'll see, uh, and future. Uh, I mean, we're so fortunate to have an in-state kid from Fond du Lac. And Braylon, I mean, I think he, when he, his first play in college football, major college football, when he should have been playing on uh, Friday night, you know, underneath Friday night lights in high school, he lit that guy up on kickoff, lit him up, and then ran over him. I mean, it's, he's a dude. He is a dude. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin, the man. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Hour number two of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. We're presented by Coors Light as well. Coors Light made to chill. We've been uh, chilling and hanging out. Love with, uh, the silver bullet. Love the silver bullet. Great. I mean, it's just mountains a, are blue. Let's it's go. Your, it's your you, fridge brew. Do you remember when we we coined a, a bus, a silver yeah, bus, a silver, silver bullet. bullet? Yeah, it was a lot of the fun. The Apple River in Somerset, Wisconsin. Yeah, home of Jack. Sitchy. Uh, have you ever heard of this place? Basically, no. you get inner tubes. They bust you up to the top of wherever you're going, and uh, you, you put, have a lazy river all the way down. Yeah, lazy river. But you put you put party ball. I don't even know. They don't make party balls back then. They did but put mini keg, whatever yeah. coolers in the tubes. They stuff them in there, and uh, they have campgrounds along the deal. And it is a uh, it's a it's not a uh, kid friendly deal. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this. My, when we first moved from South Dakota, Minnesota, my dad's like, well, what do we do with the kids? Let's do something fun. And we took us there. We got we guys mooning, you know, the same deal. Mooning, yeah. Oh, good God. Kids? <laughs> kids. 
earmuffs. That's what close happens. your eyes. That's what happens to. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Don't even go there. But we are enjoying our, our uh, fantastic Coors Light, and uh, we're also enjoying the the hospitality here at Metro Kia Madison, Madison's Rescue Dealership, the most Kias in the area. And also the best prices in the area. You're not going to beat their selection of Kias and their Tellurides, and you're not going to ble- you're not going to beat the prices they have on these Tellurides. So don't mess around. Would Get you call over it here. The best of the market. There you go. Best pricing in the market. Yep. And this uh, the Telluride Nightfall with the gray in front of me looks fantastic. Might have to take a picture of that, send it to my wife, see what she thinks about it, uh, because that is a, a pretty sweet vehicle. Over there, right up her alley, right up really anyone's alley. Your wife has one as well, Derek. So yeah, yeah, I talked about it all the time. I mean, it's uh, it's great. I mean, we we love it. And uh, we're gonna now, you know, continue the Badger talk here. So you talked a little about Braylon Allen and, and his running game. Now the passing game, we didn't see a ton out of it. Now we didn't need to, but what's going on during this bye week for the Badgers as they get ready for Notre Dame? Who look. They look. They the offense looked great against pretty terrible Florida State team. Just lost to Jackson State. Notre Dame definitely struggled with Toledo. Like I don't. I don't know what Notre Dame is. This should be a game the Badgers, even if they're not favorite, this should be a game Badger words, fans expect to two win. Two words from Graham Mertz: ball security. And we're in that game. And and most likely, in my opinion, if we do what we do up front, and never mind what our defense is, we win that game. But ball security comes from well, the quarterback. Exactly. And, and you know, you, if you looked at the Florida State game, you look at the uh, the yards given up by Notre Dame's defense, I mean, that was glaring. I mean, if, if Florida State can run on it, you know, we we should really take advantage of that. I'm really looking forward to that. That is going to be – you know, I don't – it won't be LSU at Lambeau because that was the – well, Lambo Field has unbelievable college own, football experience yeah. I've ever, I've ever. Soldier witnessed. Field may be the bottom five stadiums in the league. I no, it's a toilet. I mean, ball. No offense. Yeah. It's a you know. Have you been in it? Because yes. it's not when you're in it. It's it's nice when you're in it. On the outside, no. it's an eyesore. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, one of those things you go to the bathroom in when you're uh, in the hospital. Never What's mind. The, it's a big yeah. tin. No, on the outside, it's the terrible. It lost its uh, national. Are you talking from a fan viewing perspective? I'm saying that I've, I've seen plenty of games I've been there. there. One time, it's it's it's, a, it's not Lambeau as far as the experience, but it's definitely better than like the Dolphins have updated. But I've been I've been in worse oh, that's, stadiums. That's worse. That's I went to the Orange Bowl. Yeah, that, well, the Orange Bowl. I've never been in that place. But the Hard Rock before it was remodeled was a dump as well. well of what course. So but they didn't do anything. All they did is put those. Yeah, whatever spheres but, up, and but it, on the, the outside, aesthetically, they yeah. But Soldier inside, yeah. the same concessions and bathrooms and everything else. It, you know, maybe they did some stuff to the suites. I don't know, but but now Soldier Field on the outside. I mean, putting that big spaceship in the middle is was a disaster. Look, the, this is why they're talking about either they're forcing the city of Chicago either you tear this down and build something new, or moving out to Arlington Heights or whatever, and they're going to build a big giant Rams type stadium out there. You know, when we played the Bears in the old Soldier Field, my, my family commented on how cool that was. Yep, you know, it was that. cool for us to play there, yep. too. Uh, that, that's gone. Obviously. They lost their landmark status. Yeah, they ruined it. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. ruined that for sure. Yep. I don't know how you can move them out there with that great piece of real estate there. And and they want to – I think they're going to – Well, gonna, they bought the do- – so it's zoned for gambling, too. So they bought the dog track. So they're going to build – if they do it, they're going to build a sports book. Money, 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 and, money. And own the stadium and build a ramp. Like, you know, Rams. And keep the Bears there, or no? It'd be the Chicago Bears. Yep, right there. 
No, we, mean out and yeah, they play out there. They play out with the dog the track out there. No, the dog track's gone. They would have the sports betting book, but they have a zone. You can do the gambling out okay. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, that makes that makes sense. But like, what, what are you going to do down? What's what's going to be the attraction down on the? Well, well there's plenty you, of stuff downtown yeah, to do yeah. downtown. Yeah, if you're on the water. This enough. isn't. It's Nobody not Green cares. Bay. They don't need the Bears to to no, fill no, their stadium. I totally understand, but it just makes sense though yeah. for them to be. Downtown. No, you tell. I mean, isn't da- aren't the Dallas Cowboys? Aren't they outside of that? They're not like in yeah, Dallas. Oh, they're far Frisco. <laughs> Frisco, yeah, not Fort Worth. Fort Worth is the, the uh, baseball team, right? Something like that. Or no, they're in Arlington. Arlington. Yeah, no, uh, which is I think right close or whatever. I don't know, but uh, yeah, they're far. Yeah, yeah. But Dallas is just spread out as it is, and they've been used to that. That's the way they've been doing it. Exactly. So, but if if Chicago doesn't care, you know, just whatever. Fans are going to show up. Well, it's, it'd be easy. It'd be easier for any fan that's not downtown to get there. It's a nightmare to get downtown. Yeah. For hey, we're, game. we're dealing with that with the Notre Dame game. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys will see it. But Chicago clearly doesn't care about their city, so just might as well move them out. You know, just, the mayor's done a terrible job, and uh, there's a lot of crime and. You can go smoke a joint in every corner. It's it's great. <laughs> but just, just like, I mean, it it, it 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 is actually it's so you know, bad Madison, there. Mad, it's it's so bad there. To decriminalize the Madison. Too, I don't I don't so. care. It's different level there. It's a different level in Chicago. There's a different level of crime in Chicago. Well, no, it's actually it, legal it, in Illinois. Let's yeah, just yeah, let's yeah. just get factual. Yeah, there you, you know, go. like New Orleans has got a bigger crime problem than Chicago, right? Well, is that the standard? But I'm saying that like <laughs> everyone likes to the standard. No, I'm saying that everyone likes to point to Chicago. Is, but like, and I'm not because you're taking some shots here. And I'm not. No, even I'm just Chicago. saying like any big city, right. any big like, city. They're has, not even the worst. Every like people just like listen, to point to Chicago. Right now for in our reasons. country, every big city has a problem. So don't feel bad. Uh, well, I, I hope your wife's not listening to this. That, no, that's we, our city. I know we love Chicago. We love them. I know. What are you talking about? We love them. I know, but we love Chicago. But it doesn't, doesn't mean that there's not huge problems there. No, what, what are you talking okay. about? Okay. We're right. going to Chicago. That, We're going to invest know. in Chicago. We're going to go utilize all this stuff. I'm just saying there's crime. There's people getting shot, not in the south side. There's people getting shot in downtown Chicago. We're going on a bigger social so, yeah. uh, deal just, here because we got problems listen, in Madison. So we got more gun violence. I'm not segregated in America. I'm just telling you it's a problem. We can't. I don't know. It's getting bad. Seems political. Is what you want oh, to get I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. I digress. Yeah. It seemed like you had a personal. Did you listen? Personal. It's just yeah. what it yeah. is, though. Yeah. I know it is. Can we talk about Biden's tax plan? No, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have do a Thursday night uh, uh, drive. We're just going to break down in the, in the politics here. You know, we'll take a break. we got Fat Jack coming up next. Live from Metro Kia. Yeah, I'm going to get him. This is Thursday night drive presented by Coors Light. Jacksports.com is the website. Fat Jack is the myth, the man, the legend. We are back for, at uh, Metro Kia of Madison live on remote for Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. Having a great time here, and we have Fat Jack and Tark. Derek, I'll let uh, you guys uh, fire away with our, our favorite uh, Fat Jack. How you doing? I'm doing great, actually. A really, really good week, actually. 
first week was a good week. Uh, this last week was an incredibly good week. We were 8-0 with our weekend selection. So last Thursday we had an opinion on the under, which was a loser. And then we yeah, had Yeah, I, I uh, lost Friday. 100 on that one. What's that? You, you, the, the, you sound like every losing gambler in the world right now. You, you know gave me you the advice, Fat Jack. But he did tell you to stay away first. You, you did. You okay. did a segment with me. Hey, let me I tell you something. No, a $100 player is up over $1,700, and everything is posted and documented on the website. So if you're going to play the one game, no, but I, 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 okay, I give you credit. I'm on here. I give you credit. I called you out, and I said, well, you know, it's opening night. Uh, give me something. And you're like, I'd stay away from it. And I said, if, if you were to do something, quote, that you'd do the over, which I did, and but you weren't. You're, that's not. That wasn't your. I mean, you're just not very solid. Yeah. So let's field. so let's tell the entire story. So Friday we go two and zero. Oh. Saturday we had four selections over in the Tulsa Oklahoma OSU game, which was a winner. SMU was a winner. SMU under was a winner, and Oregon plus fifteen beat Ohio State straight up. Those were our winners on our selections on Saturday. Sunday. We had the Steelers under Arizona, Houston over the Rams over, and we had an Fantastic. opinion on Pittsburgh. Five and zero on Sunday, so eight and zero weekend. Everybody won a hundred dollar player. If you just sign up at the beginning of the year, if you're a betting person, you sign up two and a half weeks ago. You're up seventeen hundred dollars if you play a hundred dollars on all of our games. What's if you play hundred on the selections, up? fifty on the selections. Oh, by the way, three and zero this weekend on uh, baseball for, as well. And that was that wow. was for free. So wow. everybody's what, what, winning. What's it cost to sign up, Fat Jack? It's less than $100 a week when you sign up long-term. So the long, you get the same picks no matter what. So you sign up for the weekend. You get right now, between now and Monday, 189 bucks. So I made last week I made everybody about 12 games of profit, eight with the selections and four others with the bases and the, and the opinions. Or it gets less than 100 bucks a week almost immediately after that. 349 everything through September. So that's like $110, $120 a week. $729 for everything through Halloween. That's almost eight full. It's eight weekends, five weekends, actually seven weekends of the rest of this week. So about a hundred dollars a week to win there, or eighteen ninety nine everything through the Super Bowl. So that works out to about seventy dollars a week, and you get all the bowl games, NFL playoffs, everything so, for about eighty bucks a week. And like I say, right now you would have already paid for the season had you signed up two weeks ago. So Fat Jack Sports. And by the way, everything's posted, Doc. You have to take my word for it. Everybody out there, go to the website. Look on the results tab, and you see every single game, including last Thursday's, because it was an opinion. You see last Thursday's game along with every other winning game that we offered all weekend long that every client in the entire country got and every client won. So a great time to get signed up. Uh, we're dialed in right now, and I absolutely love this week's card. I know you guys are fired up, too. The interesting thing about Wisconsin, you guys are college football fans along with NFL fans, and so you kind of get it. Most of the places I go on, they're either college or NFL, but up there, you guys are hybrids, so uh, it's exciting to talk to you guys because I know you know this is a big weekend. Well, speaking of hybrids, my, my New York football giants, I'm not too confident, and I'm not betting it because, I, what is it, three and a half or somewhere around there? And It's I four, just, I, actually. I, that got to three it? and a half. I was, at the, I was at the – I had Denver last week. I was at the game. I was in the Meadowlands and went to that game, and uh, the Giants' secondary secondary is horrible. Um, and actually, Denver's secondary wasn't great either. But the Giants in the secondary really bad. The thing about this game is, is that I'm not sure Washington can take advantage of that. It's Patrick South, they got second string quarterback. They're not a high potent offense anyway. So um, I do like to, if you make me play, I play the Giants tonight. But there's a much, so many good games this weekend. I mean, there's going to be a big, big card this weekend because there's a ton of great games. I mean, out of conference stuff, things that would be normally 
you know, A-list games are B. How Oklahoma State, Boise, uh, Wisconsin, or uh, Michigan State going to Miami. I mean, those are what do, what do you like there? Games. That's a, that's our former teammate Mel Tucker, Michigan State. What do you like there? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't love what Miami is doing, and I, I talk about them against my against Alabama. That I felt like athletically they were going to get uh, stymied, and they weren't going to have much to turn to after that. And I could see this happening this way too. I think there's a reason why the number is only six and a half. Uh, even though Miami, you would think, being down in the humidity, and I know that Michigan State's been practicing inside with the heat turned up to try to prepare for the South Florida humidity. Really hard to do, but uh, I do think that they'll go. They have better athletes, I think, right now. Miami, this is one of those really gut-check games for both of these programs, and Michigan State's more battle-tested at this point in the season, where I guess they battle-tested, they, they've passed some battles. Michigan State 4-2 and two against the spread their last six on the road as well. Uh, and they're scoring some points, 5-0 and to the over the last five games. So I actually like Michigan State plus the points there. So, Fat Jack, uh, give me – how many years have you been doing this for? 27. This is number 27. So, All right, last five uh, years. What's your, what's your winning percentage in the last five years? Well, if, if I gave you four games a year and told you I was 75%, would you be impressed? Yeah. You, But you'd only have two games to profit, right? I mean, I, I go three so. and one. You make two games of profit, and I shot from the rooftop of seventy-five percent. Here's the reality: it has nothing. Winning and losing has very little to do with winning percentage. It has to do with volume of plays with your winning percentage. So if I okay. hit at eight to twelve games a week, last week we were fifteen and three with our selections and opinions. Eight and zero with the selections. So if I give you ten games a week and I hit fifty-eight percent, you're going to get rich. Sure. I mean, you're literally going to make a ton of money. So be real careful when you start talking about, especially people who act like they do this for a living, asking win percentages because win percentages don't they don't matter. It's all based on how many picks. So yeah, but you're taking you're picking I, a lot of games. You're doing a lot of games, so I, I take taking that for granted, right? Yeah, a lot compared a lot compared to a guy who releases four games. So, but not yeah. as many as some people out there. So. I feel like I released exactly the right amount of games. But, yeah, there are guys that release more. There are guys that have less. There are guys, it, but it's all about how many units of profit. All right, that's the deal. How many games of profit am I going to be able to win with you over the course of a year? Over the last, to, so to answer your question, over the last five years, a $100 player, after the service fee, after everything, they sign up at the beginning, play all year long, they put about $3,000 in their pocket. So yes, you're battle tested. You're, you're battle tested, Ben. You're battle tested. You you are proven, and th- that's the reason why people need to sign up with you. So, I mean, and because you're you've a vet, done it. Because you're a vet, your juice goes down, right? The juice goes. What does that mean? The juice goes down. <laughs> How's the juice going down? Oh, because I'm an old man. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is this a Viagra joke that I'm not getting? Jeez. Because I'm not there yet. Believe me. All right, I don't have any flat tires here at the Fat Jack household, so I'm doing just, just fine. Thank you very much. Karen, no, you crushed tell it. Tell about my manhood. Oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> so, well no, done, I, I know you. I know you. Uh, I believe, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong with my memory, but did your son go to University of Chicago or, or something like that? Or you have Chicago ties, yeah, right? Or, he was an All-American at the University of Chicago. He, was a, he started every game there and averaged over 100 tackles. He had a bunch of D1 offers, and I was an idiot when I went through school. I didn't really realize what these schools were. Um, but he, he was offered by most of the Ivy. He was offered by Kansas, offered by San Diego State, offered by Idaho, that, that level. 
Um, some Big 12, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, those type schools in the Big 12. Uh, but he had his mind set on going. To, he wanted to be a finance guy and make millions and millions of dollars. He won the, the, all, the All-State Good Works team that they do at the Sugar Bowl. He was one of those members. Um, oh, nice. you know, they, they do, I don't know, 12 or 14 members uh, for that team at all levels, and he was on that list. Uh, like I say, he was an uh, academic All-American and an All-American, and well, uh, now works for Blackstone on Wall Street. Lives in Tribeca, so uh, he's doing just fine. Uh, so, so l- l- let me ask you this: Then, I mean, obviously, you kind of follow Notre Dame, obviously, and that's our that's our game next week. We'll be there at Soldier Field. What? It, I mean, just we're kind of projecting out there. What? It, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, Notre Dame, I think, is overvalued, overrated. And you're going to find out a lot of that this week, I think. There's a reason that line was a little bit of a head-scratcher for people. I do think it's interesting how far we've fallen or come some of these teams just in two weeks. I mean, that game, you know, Notre Dame, two weeks, they're going down to Florida State. Everybody thinks they're going to roll. I said, don't play them. Be careful. That's a a tougher spot. You did say that. Covering on the um, is tougher, and then Florida State goes and you know loses to you know Jacksonville Tech or whatever. So, uh, and now you've got this Notre Dame team that's not giving a ton of points this week. So, um, I think that that game is going to be really really close. Their game this week and uh, next week we'll see. I mean, we're the thing about Wisconsin is guys, if they will they will just have a little bit of imagination offensively, they're going to be great. They're going to be really good. And we saw that Ohio State's vulnerable. Michigan State's definitely better. Michigan is a fraud again. Trust me. They're going to come back. They'll lose one or two. They're not supposed to. They always do. And they, but but so, so Wisconsin's going to have a chance to do some good things. But if they don't mix it up offensively from imagination standpoint, they will run it on first down, run it on second, maybe play action on third, incomplete pass, punt, and hope for the best. They're going to lose three games this year, at least. And Notre Dame, so the, the game, the losses are coming. If they don't mix it up, if they do mix it up, who knows? They've got a lot of talent on on the field, but um, so, you know, I, I, I consider them and the Bears very similar. It's a lot about uh, you know how they what they do they with their really. talent. <laughs> well, you know, so I, I, so if, do you think do you think Penn State's for real? And then them going are they going to Auburn or is Auburn going to Penn State? Auburn's or, going or, there, and I, this uh, that's another one of those wait and see. This week in college football, there's about five games that I really don't think you want to be betting on. I would not bet on Oklahoma State, Boise, the tough spot on the blue turf and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I would, I would have trouble betting that game. If you made me bet it, I would – you know, you put a gun in my head, I'd play Penn State. Um, but a lot of people are going to play conference there. You know, they're going to say SEC over Penn State. The whiteout deal is a – you know, it's a big deal, but probably a little overplayed. But Penn State is also uh, more battle test. Auburn has been rolling the first time they've had more than 60 points back-to-back weeks and who knows when. Uh, but they played nobody. Michigan State's been battle tested, and they passed some of those battles. So if you maybe play, I'm just going Penn State. But it, so if you maybe play it, I play Penn State there. But that's a wait and see game. There's a bunch of games on Saturday that are good, uh, but that's not one of them. Fat Jack, uh, let everyone know how can they get a hold of you. What do you got going on? It's very simple, guys. Go to FatJackSports.com. Everybody gets exactly the same pick. We were 8-0 with our selections over the weekend. When, if and when, we lose. And there's lots of variance in sports gambling. We will lose. But we're not going to lose much. We win four out of every five weeks on average. Go get signed up. The longer packages, it's less than $100 a week. You get every play that every – I don't care if you bet $50 or $50,000 a game. 
You get the same plays, and I have guys that do both and everywhere in between. They're all killing it right now. If you want to win betting the games, go to FatJackSports.com, sign up today, and win this weekend. Fat Jack, thank you so much. Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Fat Jack, night. I, I, I did take the Giants, just so you know. I knew that you would. You couldn't hold off. You know, you, you, <laughs> say, you say you didn't want to, but the game's going. You're like, last minute, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and bet him. I well, you know what? Right you, you, you said if you had to, if you had to, and because you probably know this, that the trend, you know, I listen to Sports Talk Radio. Everybody's picking the Redskins. I kind of like to buck the trend, so we'll see. And the, the Giants are 12, are 12 and 6 on the road as an underdog. So, they, I mean, 12 and 6 oh, on I the road, they've covered. So they've covered 12. People don't realize that they want to pull out all the bad stuff. The bad stats, but week one to week two in the NFL, teams are going to get better. Some of them are, and I think the Giants are primed to do that. I love Denver not only over their season win total, but in that game. But I'm not going to throw away the Giants just because they underperformed a little bit. Uh, I think they played better. Washington is the perfect team for them to play with a, with kind of a suspect secondary because I'm not sure they can take advantage of it. So I think you're on the last right side. question. Last question: Have you seen Wolf on Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. About, yeah. about 30 times, actually. actually my my yeah. son actually had him come talk at University of Chicago. I wonder, uh, so we, we, we've him, heard so. a little bit of a quote of Leo from you once or twice, so I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Winners and losers. You, you'll hear that. You'll hear a lot of Dumb and Dumber. You'll hear a little bit of the stepbrothers. I mean, I'm not afraid. I gave Guido the killer pimp earlier today for those older people who see Risky Business. So I'm, I'm not afraid to go inside the movie vault. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> All right, Fat Jack. Thanks, right. man. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. That was Fat Jack. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive live from Metro Kia on the east side of Madison. Group Health Cooperative knows you are more than a number. Your GHC doctor gets you, understands you, and doesn't just care for you, but they care about you. And GHC knows you have high expectations. If you have an experience at, GH, at a GHC clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. It's another you and GNC, or excuse me, it's another you and GHC are better together. This is Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Laughing and running, hey, hey, skipping and jumping. I try to get a couple times a week. Carver World Health. Nestor Rodriguez over there does a fantastic job. More than your traditional run-of-the-mill gym. You're working out there. You get uh, personalized training. They have a regimen they want to go through, but if you got, you know, my left knee is kind of bulky, so they, you know, they work some things around that. Don't isolate that left knee. We'll do some other things to kind of work around it. How uh, they push you. I uh, got a great staff over there, but then they got the cryo. So when you go in there, yeah. when you enter the building, yeah. left is the, the gym, but I, yeah. I want to go right. Yeah, right. What's right? Right has got a lot of different things there. It's got uh, cryo. It's got hormone optimization. It's got uh, blood work so you can kind of see where, you, where you're at. So they take your blood work. If you do the six-week experience, they take your blood work and go, hey, you got high cholesterol. You got this for your testosterone. You got this for this. Uh, they got dietitians. They got drips for your height. Yeah, they got the IV. They got stuff to tell you, yep. like, hey, the, di- the dietitian. Hey, eat more of this. You'll feel fuller. You'll eat less. You know you're like lose the weight. cryo chamber, you burn like 500 calories just from going in the cryo chamber. Really? Yeah. So just go in there, uh, and you'll 
you'll burn calories. So it, do something. Yeah, then they got and that's like the something pl- you could do without any real energy, other than you'll get cold. Yeah, for and they got three the minutes. pulse sort of like therapy. Like so, if you do have something bothering you, they kind of put that on your back or your hamstring, whatever's bothering you, and kind of. How cold is it? It's cold. Yeah, but it's, it's good. Cold. It's not bad. It's like ninety seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. It, but I mean, I'll, I'll get in an ice tub, no problem. It's three, You're fine. It's then. three minutes. If you eat right, diet, and then you know stretch. And then go in the crowd chamber. You, that that is a baseline for success. Yep. Now, if you got into working out and you got to do some other things, we'll just walk. You, th- yeah, or walk. There, there are things that you don't, you can do, and, and 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 Carbon World Health can help you get there at a minimal, just to get a base. You know, to 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 have a healthier, you know, enjoyable life. Amen. So we're at Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. And uh, this, we're presented by Coors Light. Having a great time here. I got to bring this up since we had Fat Jack on. Yeah. Uh, how good was that Monday night football game? I mean, not good as far as, like, I mean, just exciting. Keeps you just sucked in. Yeah. It's in Vegas. You know, their, their first, you know, obviously uh, NFL franchise and having fans in that stadium and, and being in Vegas and having the game play out like it did. I mean, and I told you guys this i mean yeah. I, literally if you would have turned on with six minutes in the fourth quarter yeah you would have watched an hour of football that was the most crazy uh, and and then you have the line which was at three and a half which was being impacted by plays that you know from a probability standpoint were in the single digits <laughs> that were happening right and change and changing the fluctu- fluctuation of that line it also um Either the Manning brothers, they had that special feed as well. Aaron Rodgers said that usually he hasn't muted, and then he saw the Manning brothers around, and he said it was like hanging out watching film with guys. Okay, so my question on this, right? Yeah. They, they get compensated well for this, right? Yeah. I assume. How do you not have them on regular Monday Night Football? Well, it's, short, it's what they want to do. I know. Yep. That, yeah. They, they have, like Me as a fan, I, like, I watched that for a little bit, and I, I wasn't sure if that was ESPN 1 or 2 or whatever. I screwed up with yeah. my television. And I'm like, is this what we'll have to listen to? And, and granted, I like their insight. And once I found out it was the second option, yeah. I'm like, that's that's really cool. Yeah. But I would love for them to be in in studio, you know, with is it Mike Tirico in the booth? No. Yeah. Or who is uh, it? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Any of these guys. Yeah. I would take these guys, you know, uh, in that setting, but. I guess it's the second best, and they, they don't have to go anywhere, right? And they could do it from the couch. Well, that's the thing. And it's it's real, right? ESPN Supposedly. would hire Peyton in a heartbeat to be in that booth. Yeah. He doesn't need to. He doesn't want to. Maybe that'll change. But, yeah, he could write his own check. Uh, and, and so hopefully at some point he does get in there. But, yeah, right now he's just doing what he wants to do. Okay. That's great. I don't I don't know if COVID, it's, you know, at some point – it's better. Maybe that changes it. Uh, he hasn't said anything about it, but maybe that makes well, a difference. Well, fill me in a little bit because I'm. I, I don't. What? What are they? Because I, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay, so they basically. If you've seen the college football national championships on ESPN, where they have those different feeds with the coaches or so whatever. So it's on, a, on what ESPN two, like Tarek said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hard for me to. I don't have. What do you get? You guys are a thousand. Uh, you guys have cable, or what do you guys? Yes. Have you, have you yeah, you guys are a thousand. Have okay, you so you're better. Yeah. I have. I have Hulu. It's just one of the ESPN streams that are available to well, me. I don't the, really know. Yeah. Well, the communists they got me. I got the ESPN app. I got Hulu. I don't have cable. Um, so I don't really know what ESPN channel it's on, but it is an alternate ESPN channel, so you can watch it. And it is. Um, it's the Manning brothers, and they are yeah, just there's... watching the game. And as Aaron Rodgers said, it's basically two quarterbacks breaking down tape. So after the play, you can see them. 
Uh, it lacks a little bit in telling you what happens, but you can see it. But then they're telling you, like, they'll break it. It's like, hey, the quarterback saw this on this player. Can you imagine this player? Do you remember this player? Like, it is, it is too, it's really, if you're a football nerd, it's right there for you. Yeah, real it's, nuance. It's niche, they're yeah. able to dive into it, dissect yeah. the play. I like that. Yeah, it's niche. Uh, I think a lot of times, like, for an example, I think Packer fans, and I would do this myself for the Packers play, just for my own knowledge, like, watch the game live on the regular feed, DVR or, or record or however you want to do it, whatever you call it, uh, the other game, the other feed, and watch the other feed later. Because it's problem, almost a completely different viewing the, experience. And the problem is, obviously, Peyton's going to be more offensive you know, quarterback driven. He's not talking about what's going on necessarily with, you know, route run. And, you know, well, maybe he is, but there's certain parts of the game that he's not hitting on that you get when you're doing the play by play, but that's not his role. Right. His role is to give you his perspective and give you the, 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 the nuance of what it is when you're seeing these coverages and these different things through his eyes. And he, he, he did that well. I just was, was on, when I was on my YouTube television, I thought that was the broadcast and just changing the whole structure of it. And then when I found out it was the second option, I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. Yeah, and that floats your boat and it gives you a little perspective that's different. Look, sports is king. There's more and more feeds. And there are, ESPN's going to do things for the masses. But if they can and make some money off of it, do do some things for the hardcore football fans, that's what they'll do. And that's what that Manning broadcast is. That's what that national football broadcast has been for. you know when they had all the college coaches in there, and actually for the national the, the, the national championship, they've had it where it is. Um, I think they had Lebetard do it once, so it was just kind of the Lebetard crew hanging out watching the game. And look, ESPN Chicago and ESPN Madison have done uh, the Twitch feeds where you're watching the game with the guys and kind of seeing their reaction. There's you know some people want that experience, some people want the traditional play by play, and then some people want what the Manning brothers bring, where it's really you know kind of an in depth look at, at what's going on. You can feel a little smarter, feel like you understand things a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think um, I think I'd be into that. I mean, you know, my my wife and now even my son, they they're always like, "What? How how did you see it?" Because I'm always I'm, I'm like constant. All I don't even see the ball. All I'm looking at is the trenches, and I and I know right away who missed a block, who held, so on and so forth. You know, and and. And they're like, what? Where, where, you know, and, and, you know, nobody's going to want to listen to that. But from two Hall of Fame quarterbacks breaking down, you know, passing game, and, and, and for that matter, you know, from a defensive standpoint, Tark, you know, they're able to, I mean, they read defenses like the best of them. So, you know, they're able to, I think, dissect that too pretty well. Yeah, I just wish they were in the stadium because I think that would be the coolest thing with, with a whatever, Mike Tirico. I don't care who the who the play-by-play guy is. These guys, Ross, notably uh, Peyton, obviously, because he, he's he's funny and he's he, he does most of the talking. And he does a great job. So it's all good. Just glad to have football, glad to have fans in the stands. No question. It's, it, I mean, it's it, all good. You know, it's, if the uh, Badgers go out and beat Notre Dame, yeah. we better not have an 11 a.m. kickoff against Michigan. We'll get to that on the other side, but also Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, Lewis Riddick. That's the yeah. broadcast booth. And so Lewis Riddick, I think, is phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, I think he's he'll probably be in the front office sooner than later. Yeah. I think he's phenomenal. You know, and Greasy does a good job, but I feel like, you know, you should have a bigger name in there. You know, like a Romo or a Peyton Manning. Well, it's Monday Night Football. Got his own, 
gig. Yeah, they, so no, I got that. Whatever. They, they, they offered Romo a ton of money. And Peyton, they offered. Yeah, but how do you not get a, a, a dude for Monday Night Football? They tried. Peyton doesn't I, know, want to I do got it. you. Yeah. I know, but I'm asking. The, I'm yeah. not. I'm, I mean, they tried. You look like you're working for them. You're not. What I'm saying is. You, Actually, he is. Troy Aikman. <laughs> I know, but for the, yeah, no, for right. the mothership. Well, you, you don't. You, I mean, you get Troy Aikman. You got. They haven't been able to play good cover broadcasting. Just for the record, no, they, of, I know. They, they, they haven't been able to replace Gruden. They had it with Gruden, and now, I know. But you have all these quarterbacks, but and they, you can't get. But they're all under get, contract, and then they don't want to leave because they're getting. I know, Foxes are going to give I know, them up. But this isn't like you're looking at it today. I'm telling you, ten years ago, you would have lined this up. You would have. You've right. had this. This is Monday Night Football, right? But it's like four years ago when Gruden left. Like it's you know, so they just had where Grassman Straw's trying to fill it. I agree with you, but also and Greasy's a big step up from what they had. Greasy and, and Rick yeah, are really Greasy's good. I think Greasy's actually pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's great at what he does. I'm yeah. just saying he's not a name of uh, of the stature of Romo. All right, and so and these other guys. We don't need the name. We're ESPN, biggest thing you're, in sports. Dude, this di- is Disney Thursday night Metro Disney Kia Plus. Everyone get Thursday it. night drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. be at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in two weeks. They are the sponsor of Wisconsin On Demand. The uh, feed for Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse is the sponsor of How the... fitting is that? Before the Michigan game? Alright. Yeah, we love it out there. Lee's fantastic. We'll be excited to be out there at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Off topic here. We don't have a lot of time. Norm McDonald, guys. That was kind of crushing the fact that uh, he uh, just passed away two days ago. I would say my favorite host of the ESPYs. Wow. He uh, hosts SNL. Uh, great. Uh, he did the news at SNL. Great comedian. Had the, fa- had the great uh, famous joke about uh, with Reggie Bush where he said that nobody can take away the Heisman. Or excuse me, no. It was uh, Charles Woodson. He said, Charles, nobody can take the Heisman away from you. Uh, unless you murder your wife and a waiter, then all bets are off. <laughs> and he said that on ESPN at the ESPYs. So, and that's just one bit of his humor here. But I'm a big fan of his work. I don't know if you guys were, but uh, he had a lot of ties into sports. He did some funny stuff uh, with golf. Uh, he had his own sports show where he pretended to be Blake Griffin for an episode. He had said some really classic he had great delivery spots and, uh, and crossovers. You know, if you like that kind of dry sense humor, but the delivery was always fantastic. Well, David Letterman said that uh, Norm McDonald is his all-time favorite comedian. Wow, he's the one. He was the last stand-up he had on the David Letterman show. On purpose, they picked him because no that's kidding. David's favorite. He, he couldn't have been that old. Sixty-one. Uh, he had a what private. He had a private battle with cancer because it caught oh everyone off God. guard. Apparently, even like close friends, it was terrible. only like a few people that knew mm. that he had a, a private battle with cancer, and uh, he he passed away. But yeah, hilarious. But also a lot of ties in sports. Big gambler, uh, big time talking the golf, uh, big time with a lot of you know jokes around uh, sports. He was in some Chris Farley movies. Oh yeah, he? and he got fired from SNL because he wouldn't stop making OJ jokes. <laughs> Seriously, because the. Uh, president of NBC or someone high up in NBC was friends with OJ and told him to stop and so instead he just made more and more jokes about OJ and ended up getting fired so uh, next week no Badgers to talk about Packers, Lions predictions here guys are we going to be talking about a a Packers victory and how big of a victory well I think they'll get back on track they're home right 
Are they? No, or no. They're away? Yeah, they're home. Are they? They're yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Yep. Okay. I expect them I expect them to be much better. It's Monday night. Yeah. There we go. We lost Greasy and Riddick. And, yeah. uh, you know, I I actually, I, I agree with Tarek. I, I think, uh, I, I actually think this is going to be, I don't know what the spread is, but I, I think... I think they cover and then then. So yeah, me too. I really do. I was shocked. I was, I was shocked that they lost to the Saints, let alone by how much. The yeah. o- the only cause I, for pause I have here is because it's such a big loss, it doesn't make any sense. Then it's more of like you start getting into like conspiracy theories in your head. Like, yeah. is something well, going on? Sometimes you know, when the expectations are so high, it's the first game of the season. Uh, we talked about you know the speed of what used to be in practice and everything else isn't isn't the tempo it's not there um you know the best players have easily, to practice a yeah, little bit and, but you can easily go you, you get into one of those games and it it's a it's what it's a terrible deal and it's a funk and you can't get yeah. out of it you just can't and you just got to chalk it up and move on and okay let's throw that one in the garbage let's go back to work yeah alan iverson he go he go practice with like two or three guys and create a tempo just on two-on-two basketball. But in football, you, I don't know how you recreate the, the experience of playing an NFL game by doing nothing and not practice. You just don't get to do it. That uh, music is our cue to uh, get out again. Well, thanks to Mike in Metro Kia. Mike, this has been it's fantastic, awesome. buddy. Thanks, Mike. Thanks to Mike. We'll Kia. be out at Ruth's Chris. Kia Metro. Two weeks Listen to the podcast wherever you like to listen to the podcast. Brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. This has been Thursday. This has been Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. 100.5 ESPN, ESPN Up, and Wisconsin On Demand.